Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another Monday morning cash up. I'm Kyle Stolick, your host here, community manager, head of community, something with community at Robot Cash, the first platform where you can buy, sell, and earn digital games. Woo! If it seems like I have a little bit more energy this week, that's because I do, because there's a lot of fun things that are happening internally. There are a lot of games coming out that are great. I mean, come on. Uh, what are you playing right now? Are you playing Starfield? Are you playing Liza P? Are you playing the new Phantom Liberty expansion pack for Cyberpunk? Are you playing The Forgotten City, which was mentioned in the last uh, little blog piece that we put out? You should be playing that one if you haven't, because it's on our platform, and you should pay us money. <laughs> you know, um... But it is. It's a great game. It's a just to recap what that little blog was about. Uh, if you like Bethesda style storytelling, this is a game that started off as a Skyrim mod, I believe, and it's you get teleported to this Roman Empire time period town that's underground, and let's just say it's kind of like Groundhog Day. We got to repeat the same day and make choices, and there's many different endings. And it's fantastic. It's a fairly short game, one that you could buy and then list for selling pretty quickly, probably. So highly recommend checking it out, though. It's one of the best games of insert year here. I think it was three years ago, maybe something like that. But go check it out. It's fantastic. Speaking of other games that you should buy, uh, I should have had this linked out. I have a lot of other links, but I don't have one of the most important links for today's podcast. It is our sale. We're doing a two-week horror game sale. We have stuff like Beholder 1 and 2, uh, Colt Canyon, Dead Age 2, Distrust. I've mentioned that before. Definitely get that one. That We have a free trial for that, like I mentioned. Forgive Me, Father, Dread Templar, um, so many others in this sale. You can buy games for just a couple bucks. Uh, sell them if you want. Keep them in your inventory. Whatever. Just uh, It's horror... September, at this point now, it's it's horror movie time, right? It's about there. We're not quite October. October is 100% horror. Is it like that in anybody else's household? Do you torment your significant other with a bevy of media that they hate, but they will put up with because they love you dearly? Because that's what I do. That's It's absolute torment month over here, and it's the only month of the year that I get to... Not force her to play horror games, but she begrudgingly does to appease my enthusiasm. And it's a lot of enthusiasm. So if you don't do that, highly recommend it with your significant other if one of you likes horror and the other one doesn't. It's a great time. Just got to justify it, you know? Just got to sell it. So uh, on top of that, we have some more free trials coming to the platform too. Very excited about that. Like I said before, I love that functionality. I think it's something really cool that we can offer the industry at scale. So if you're an investor, I hope you're as excited as me about that. It's a, it's a cool one. Anything we can do to separate ourselves, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> uh, I got to tell you, uh, not to get too personal here on the podcast, but it's always so great talking to all of you every week to have this back and forth to celebrate Robot Cash and what we're all doing here. Um, it's a, it's a great privilege to be able to do this with you. Uh, <laughs> it's it's hard for me to smile and laugh and be excited right now. I pulled an old man move. I was doing a preacher curl. Uh, if you don't know what that is in 
weightlifting, you kind of put your arms over a, kind of a podium, but it's at an angle, like a 45 degree angle. And I put it too high and I reached down to grab the weight, like a bar. It was an easy bar, it's called. It's like a zigzag bar, kind of. And I was going to do my curls, but then I clipped the bottom of my ribs on top of the easy bar and like put too much of my weight down. And I think I heard a crack. So every every laugh is an, is an awkward and pain laugh right now. Just kind of setting the tone here. <laughs> um, I wanted to go over a little bit of... Well, first of all, you didn't have any questions for me this week, and I feel a little sad about that. So um, shame on you. A lot of guilt here. Uh, thanks to Lauren last week for having number two of our podcast. Um, we do have a writer coming up next week, ideally, if we can schedule it in time. But it's a pretty prolific writer in games, uh, books, movies, TV shows. Uh, good friend of mine. I can't wait for this to happen. I've worked with him before. Um, but yeah, answering your requests for the type of content you want. So if there's any other type of expertise in the industry or um, topics you want us to cover, go into the Discord, say tag me, and our, our, at RCGinger, that's me, and say, hey, stupid Please talk about this. I demand it. And hopefully a funny emoji or a gif, I guess, because, you know, I'm an older millennial, younger millennial, younger, younger millennial. I don't know. But yes, uh, I will get it, get to it as quickly as I can. If you have any other questions about uh, Robot Cash, where we're at, um, anything related to or not related to stocks or you know, when are we going to go public or what's the update on my investment? I, I legally cannot answer those based on the SEC regulations. We will get in trouble as an organization. If you're an investor, hopefully you don't want that. So anything else I can certainly answer. I can even, you know, tag me and say, push this along to the devs and we'll do that. There have been a few bugs that came about. Um, we're addressing them quickly. So thank you to all the people that have submitted tickets. Fantastic work. I'm sorry we couldn't get to all of them yet. We Our QA team is working on everything. Um, if you do submit a ticket, please try to tell us about your problem in as much detail as possible. Let us know your email address as well as your handle. And the, all that information helps. Um, system specs, definitely too. Uh, all that stuff. So in any case, moving on. There's a couple uh, news items. Like I said before, I want to turn this into a little bit of a news discussion. So here's one on GamesBeat that said Twitch August viewership is lower than July for first time in six years. And that's thank to, thanks to Stream Elements' state of the stream information. It says, for the first time since 2017, Twitch's monthly viewership totals dropped from July to August, according to Stream Elements' latest state of the stream report. According to Rainmaker.gg data, Viewers watched 56 million hours on average each day for a monthly total of 1.736 billion hours. Compared to the previous month, the average daily viewership and the monthly total dipped about 2% uh, 2 month on month. So why do you think that is? Do you think it's because people are going to alternative platforms? Uh, is it the end of summer maybe? Early fall and people are wanting to be outside? Is it the decline of some games? Maybe people are showing up just because they wanted to see Diablo. And, well, that's not doing so hot right now. I, th I saw a video and it said something like, daily there's only a few hundred people watching Diablo streams. And that can't be right, can it? Has the industry or game changed? Or 
consumption habits change so much that uh, that's not something they're doing. In any case, that is a fascinating figure. Uh, now it was the, let's see some of the other ones. Oh, I thought this was a fun little piece on Reddit R Gaming. Found this old pre-order recipe in a game box, one of my saddest days, and it was a, <laughs> a pre-order slip for Duke Nukem Forever. And um, yeah, I hear you, buddy. That's uh, That was sad when that came out, and it did not live up to the hype. <laughs> it was let's just moment of silence for Duke Nukem really quick okay just here pour one out how long are we going to keep this up I swear I'm not doing this just because I don't have a whole lot to talk about this week but I really wanted to talk to all of you okay that's enough for Duke Nukem alright uh, <laughs> uh, I hope that comes back in a way but then the Again, again, if you look back at the game and uh, through the lens of today, it's not exactly, oh, PC, if you will. So we can get into the whole discussion about what is PC and what should be allowed in games and media. But you know what? I'm not going to get there. I'm not going to do that in this podcast today. I'm just not in the mood. Okay. Okay. I'm glad we can all agree on that. Uh, on to another piece of news. Okay. This is, a, as a community manager, I find this really interesting. So I hope you do too. This is another post. It says, Blizzard bans 250,000 Overwatch 2 cheaters, says its AI that analyzes voice chat is warning naughty players and can often, quote, correct negative behavior immediately, end quote. So that is both terrifying and um, hopeful, right? Uh, I think it's like any tool. Uh, Hopefully that we can make a lot of these uh environments more conducive to the vision that the creator has let's say if it's toxic and the creator says that's okay then that's up to them and for them to make that decision but if you're trying to run an environment that you want to keep in a different type of audience you want a different type of discourse uh having tools to moderate that is helpful um so i hope that the vision of Overwatch that they want to have is better realized through these tools. You see what I'm doing there? I'm tiptoeing, I'm dancing, moving back and forth. Uh, but I think it could be a slippery slope in the future like anything else. Uh, how about this plug? Um, for more discussions about AI, check the interview with Eric that we did uh, a couple weeks ago. So check that out. It's in the... Uh, Wherever you're listening to this, you can go check that out. It's a few episodes back. Um, and here's another one. What's a game that you were really looking forward to that ended up getting canceled? <laughs> uh, I think a lot of people of my age might say uh, StarCraft Ghost. But there was a game that eventually was ca- it was canceled, but then it got brat- bought- brought back. I can't talk. Once again. Um under a Wu-Tang banner and it was called Thrill Kill and I saw that I think it was PSN magazine did a big write-up about it and how violent it was and as a little kid who before he hit 10 years old he was watching like elaborate horror movies and delighting in it watching the behind the scenes features of how it was made that game was really interested in me or interest it interested me because it didn't seem like anything else that we had out there. So it uh, that was one of the ones that broke my heart. There's probably a lot more too. I'm just not thinking about it. What do you guys think? I say guys is gen- gender neutral too. So 
Um, what do you think about that? Do you think, uh, is there a game out there that you're still brokenhearted about? You can't say Duke Nukem forever because that did come out, didn't it? All right. Uh, barreling through here, I got one more thing I want to say. Uh, here is a quote. I have a book, I have a few books by my desk. And this is one that came out a few months back. And I've read it a few times. I've highlighted it. It's filled with little bookmarks. Um, it's the Rick Rubin book about creativity. And there's a whole chapter on self-doubt. And this is something that helps me get through. And I thought I would uh, relay it to all of you. It says, self-doubt lives in all of us. And while we may wish it gone, it is there to serve us. Flaws are human and the attraction of art is the humanity held in it. If we were machine-like, the art wouldn't resonate. It would be soulless. With life comes pain, insecurity, and fear. We're all different and we're all imperfect. And the imperfections are what make each of us and our work interesting. We create pieces reflective of who we are. And if insecurity is part of who we are, then our work will have a greater degree of truth in it as a result. The making of art is not a competitive act. Our work is representative of the self. You would be amiss to say, I'm not up to the challenge. Yes, you may need to deepen your craft to fully realize your vision. If you're not up to it, no one else can do it. Only you can. You're the only one with your voice. So remember that anytime you're working anytime that you are doing a creative endeavor no matter if you're starting out or if you've been a pro at it for over 10,000 hours um, no one will ever exist with your perspective at your time in the world that you're in right now so go and do some amazing stuff um, and I kind of wanted to do that as a little reference to AI wink wink all right, that's the podcast for this week. Uh, look forward to the interview that's coming up too. Uh, really excited about that. And uh, I will have another powwow with you next week. But if you have any questions for me, anyone on staff, if you have any uh, bugs, please just go to the Discord or message on social media or DM me like you do. Um, thank you for everything, by the way. So finally, as I always say, thank you to ocremix.org for the music and DJ Pretzel for all the tracks. Uh, it's always great. Thank you very much, everyone. Bye.